Financial Management in Cost of Capital Definition for Cost of Capital Cost of Capital is the minimum rate of return that must be obtained by the company from its investments. It is for the purpose of guaranteeing the required rate of return for the bondholders and the shareholders of the company. In other words, cost of capital holds the role as the main license between the decisions of long-term investment by the company with maximizing the shareholders' wealth. It is very important to ascertain whether the investment proposal will increase or decrease the share price or the value of the company. If the risk is constant, a project with a higher rate of return than the cost of capital will increase the value of the company, while a project with a lower rate of return than the cost of capital will decrease the value of the company. The rate of return required by investors is defined as the minimum rate of return required to attract the interest of investors to buy or hold a security. The rate of return is, is the return from the investment that pays the cost of capital and is also an incentive to attract investors. There are two factors that differentiate between the rate of return with the cost of capital, which are taxation and the types of transactions involved. Financing policy and cost of capital. The financing policy of a company refers to the policy that has been specified by the management in the financing of investment. The combination of financing that is often used comprised of debts and equity. The cost of capital, which is the combined cost of all the company's financing resources, is known as the weighted average cost of capital. It is the average cost of the tax for each capital resources that is used by the company to finance its project. Weight refers to the percentage of usage for each resources from the total overall financing. <laughs> Financial Management in Cost of Capital Edition Determining the cost of capital for each component of capital resources Do you know that a company has various financial instruments or securities to attract new investments? A company can increase its capital by borrowing or issuing ordinary shares or preference shares. The entire total of a company's capital depends on the returns that are required by the investors. To determine the total cost of capital, a company must determine the three capital resources, which are debts, preference shares, and ordinary shares. The cost of capital for each financing resource is obtained by getting the required rate of return for investors by taking into account the flotation cost and taxation impacts. Cost of debts The cost of capital for debts is obtained by getting the rate of return for debt by taking into account the fluctuation cost and taxation impacts. There are three important steps in the calculation for cost of debt which are Step 1. Calculate the net value of debt by taking into account the flotation cost NPB equal to market value minus flotation cost Step 2. By using the trial and error method, the different rates of discount KB will be applied in the following formula NPB equal to I in bracket PVIFA power KB N plus M in bracket PVIFKBN and step 3 calculate 
the cost of capital by taking into account the effect of taxation. Cost after tax equal to cost of return minus tax savings equal to KB minus KBT. Cost of preference shares. Preference shares have the rights to receive fixed dividends before earnings are distributed to the ordinary shareholders. As preference shares are in the form of ownership, therefore the net profit from sales is expected to be held for an unlimited period of time. The dividends for preference shares are normally in the form of amounts per year such as 4 ringgit per year. There are also dividends in the form of annual percentage rate where it is represented by a percentage based on the par value of shares. For example, the dividend for preference shares is 8% of the par value of 5 ringgit which is 40 cents. Cost of ordinary shares. The cost of ordinary shares is the rate of return that is required by investors for ordinary shares. The determination for the cost of ordinary shares is unique due to two factors, which are it is difficult to estimate as the returns to ordinary shareholders are a surplus after the payment of interest for bonds and dividends for preference shares. And second, there are two sources of financing for ordinary shares, which are the retained earnings and the issuance of new ordinary shares. Both these sources are different from the aspect of flotation cost. There are two methods that you can use to determine the cost of retained earnings or the rate of return that is required by ordinary shareholders, which are constant growth valuation model or the Gordon model and two use of capital asset pricing model or CAPM. Or perhaps you can use cost of issuing new ordinary shares. Weighted average cost of capital Capital. After the cost for each capital resources had been determined, the next step is to calculate the overall cost of capital for the company. The overall cost of capital takes into account all individual costs of financing resources used. It is better known as the weighted average cost of capital. There are three main steps in determining WACC which are calculate the cost for each capital resource like cost of debt, cost of preference shares and cost of ordinary shares. Calculate the combined financing or capital structure that is the weight of each resource that is used from the overall total financing of the company and calculate WACC or weighted average average cost of capital. Still, 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 still.